Welcome back, everybody. We're going to start off a brand new season right here, right now. Big move, big changes, same me, same guests, but still a lot of awesome. And what a way to start off a brand new show, brand new, what did I just say, season? I don't know. I'm still in moving mode. Uh, is to bring a all-time favorite of ours over here, a roundtable. We actually are lucky enough to have three this week uh, with some awesome people joining us. Um, really quick, before we get too deep, I uh, wanted to show, uh, share one of our products here, The uh, one of our hoodies from our store. This is one of our newer um, logos here, Ultra Universe. We also have our Stay Nerdy gear as well. Uh, so if you guys want to check it out, the link to this sweater or uh, the hoodie, sweatshirt, whatever, is here. Um, and from there, you can also find some of the rest of our awesome stuff. I, I swear, I'm still waking up, apparently. Um, so let's see if I can speak today. Um, all right, so for those who are joining in for the first time, uh, you were in for a treat. Uh, for those of you coming back, you already know what a treat we are. That sounded much better in my head than it did out loud, I swear. Um, all right, so without further ado, we are going to hop in. Uh, so yes, as mentioned, we're going to do a roundtable today, which covers a whole load of fun topics, and we can't do this alone. So all the way back from a safari in Antarctica looking for penguins, we have Frank. Um, so if you've watched you've seen him before, he's one of our regulars here. Uh, glad to have him back as one of our premier new season-ish type of deals. Um, and, oops, sorry, I thought that was my computer. There's cars outside. Okay, let's do this. Um, like I said, I'm waking up, so there you go. All right, so speaking of shopping, since we did just promote the store, we are going to jump into some awesome retail stuff here because the honest truth is I have no idea how the hell half of these things stay in business. And I wonder why the ones that aren't in business anymore went out of business because I honestly thought they were some good, legitimate, you know, stuff. Um, first one up here, and this one goes back to all of you parents of us, I guess, because I'm pretty sure this was around before I was here. Not calling anybody old, I'm just saying. Um, the question here on our mind that we're gonna answer is what the hell happened to Montgomery Ward? But of course, we gotta tell people what it is first. So. First off the bat, do you remember this store? Have you heard of it? Do you, you know, I know NorCal has a different down here. Yeah, I definitely remember it. Um, you don't remember it? I, it was around when we were kids. We're about the same age. It's one of those things that I remember, kind of like I remember J.C. Penny. I don't think I remember really going in often, but I remember seeing it at like any mall there was. It was always like the corner, whatever you call it, the block. Um, yeah. now this one here, I mean, so this one is around for a while, 149 years ago is when it was founded and it shut down physically back in 2001. But we're going to talk about something that I just found out today because I thought it was actually out of business business, but this was basically your typical department store, uh, similar yeah. to, as I just said, JC Penny, um, Sears, I'm not going to say Macy's because Macy's is really known for more clothing. Um, but this was basically a general store for all of your goods, whether it was clothing, whether it was electronics, whether it was household items, kitchen, bedroom, uh, uh, exercise equipment, whatever. This place is where you went to get it. Um, this place was also one of those deals, I think, and you might agree or not, um, 
it was kind of the cheaper way of getting stuff that was actually good quality, but not having to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Now, before you say anything, because I know you're going to say something, I know obviously back then money was a little bit different as far as pricing wise, but looking at it from today's point of view, would you agree that Montgomery Ward is a cheaper side versus a more boutique high-end store? Uh, so it came from a time when we didn't have I – mean, Walmart was around, but it wasn't what Walmart is today. So that would be your cheapest version of everything. But uh, it was it was maybe a little bit cheaper than Sears. The key with it is that they, they made their own stuff. So did Sears, though, but like you can buy a Montgomery Ward's TV or couch, and it was their brand. Um, and it sounds so crazy, but in the 80s, there was this trend of generic stuff. All of a sudden, like buying generic stuff was cool. And uh, it seems crazy for the kids today, but when we were young, like, oh, man, they came out with a, a, a new generic milk. And I know that sounds so stupid, but trust me, it was big. And Montgomery Wars was one of the big stores for that. They had their own uh, household stuff, and people bought it like crazy. So the actually comparison, I think, because I obviously we all do Amazon, I get a lot of Amazon's generic products. So whether it's hand soap, whether it's, um, you know, cleaner, they have, I think it's Solimo is one of their like uh, bathroom and cleaner brands. But I, I like that, not just because it's more inexpensive, but to me, and again, I know some people out there are like, it's gotta be Kellogg's, it can't be, you know, fake Rice Krispies. Um, to me, I don't think it makes a difference. I think it works just as well. Now you made a um, comment a second ago of saying, you know, like generic TV or something like that. That I guess is where it gets kind of a little weird because I know at least nowadays, I mean, you're, you're a gamer, I know that, you definitely need the actual legitimate company stuff. But for somebody who may just be a regular player or a regular TV watcher, I, I'm with you on that. I'd be fine buying a regular DVD player or a regular computer because generally speaking, you know, most of that stuff works just fine, right? And Montgomery Ward is kind of where you go to get that stuff or where you got yeah. that stuff. Right. Um, really quick, before I let you talk for a second, some of, you know, a lot of their big areas were, you know, clothing, footwear, bedding, furniture, jewelry, beauty products, appliances, houseware tools, and electronics. Um, there you go. Eggos are much better than any kind of, yeah. I, see, you know, it, okay. it's, it, it's, it's fair. And again, when it does come to food, that is, we, we'll, we'll probably jump in in a second too because our second story definitely will be a food oriented topic too it, it depends on what you like i do agree that some things you eat definitely taste better when it comes from the company but yeah. i just bought like aldi cookies the other day right and aldi has a generic brand i i'm not going to say they taste like chips ahoy but they taste it just like a chocolate chip cookie so why am i going to care if i get the same enjoyment from a cheaper product, just saying, you know, so, okay, you were gonna say something, so let me, let me let well, you Well, just, I think one thing to keep in mind too is, uh, in a lot of cases like you and me, we're, we're, getting, we're in middle-aged, God, that sounds so sad, we're middle-aged now though, and, and anybody with kids- I don't wanna be old, shut up. Hey, that's, that's where we're, we're getting, we're young middle-agers, um, and, and anybody with kids knows that like, look, here's the deal, I like the good chips ahoy, but when the kids are just going to go through cookies a mile a minute and not pay attention, yeah, we'll get you know Safeway cookies or, or, or Walmart cookies or something like that. Right. Um, 
there's there are time and places to buy better quality stuff. Like I, I would actually say that like if you were to buy an appliance, get the good name brand with the warranty. But when you're buying a spatula, you don't need like the Kenmore spatula. You need a spatula that knows how to flip a hamburger. That's you, it. it has you need one that has the button that like flip out, and you have like fifty spatulas. Yeah, SpongeBob spatulas. Yeah, I don't need those ones. <laughs> the the one you can cook like five pancakes at once, because that's what we all need here. Um, yeah. so. When it first came out, it was really a kind of a small mom and pop, but eventually, uh, you know, in the 1900s is when it became what we would know it as, as a retail expansion. So after Montgomery, Aaron Montgomery Ward passed away, that's when they decided, hey, he's not here anymore. Let's push this out to more. That's when malls, outlets, all that stuff started getting these big uh, buildings. Now, I did say outlets really quickly. I want to kind of uh, quickly think. Outlets I know kind of are more high-end. Nowadays, outlets are strictly clothing, shoes, some high-end food and whatnot. But I believe, and I could be wrong, let me know if you think, at a time, outlets even had this kind of stuff as well because they needed blocks at the end of each one to kind of hold, uh, you know, when you're driving on the freeway, right? Um, what do you call it? Did my camera freeze on me? I think I froze, froze on me. Oh, it did. You did. I thought you were just really shocked. Yeah, it froze. <laughs> Let me try to reload it real quick. Okay. So yeah. So uh, so Alex at that time is when um, when that was going on. So there we are. Ha! Huh, you're moving again. You're alive. Yeah. So um, at this point in the 1900s and moving on, this is when you started seeing them everywhere. Now this is where I think you were mentioning how when we were growing up, 80s and 90s. This is when we saw uh, this type of thing. Um, you did make a point of at a certain time, it was a priority of spending less money. They did make a lot of uh, references to the articles I'm reading about stuff like World War II when you really had to buy cheaper because there was a limited stock of material. So that being said, is the, you know is this something that stores should be should have continued to do? Because like you mentioned Walmart, Walmart has a lot of things. 99% of those things I will never touch because I have no use for them. Right, right, right. Do you think Walmart or Target should go back to something like this and really focus on the things that people want and really make good quality stuff like, like stores like this? No, uh, not really. Uh, we're, we're at a point now where they simply can't. There's there's no way to go to reverse things unless you really start doing some serious monopoly busting, which that's politics. We need to go into that right now. But I, I just think it's something that's not possible anymore. The idea that, yeah, you're not going to touch most things in Walmart, but the fact that it's there is nice to know. It's nice to know that, like, if I need anything, I just go to Walmart and find it. If it's not there, it's probably at a Home Depot. Like, that's your backup kind of thing. Um, you know, and so they, they just can't go back to it. And and the, the other thing, too, is one of the big reasons that, that Montgomery Wards and Sears and JCPenney's existed is because they were a thing that was called an anchor store. And the idea of that was like a parking lot, a mini, yeah, there was like a, it was like a mini mall where you had a couple anchor stores, and they're in malls too. You had anchor stores, and then you had the, the everything else around it in smaller stores. That's not a thing anymore because you just go to Walmart or maybe even a Target, and it's all inside of it. And so, um, to provide less, you would have to have other places providing more. Amazon made that impossible, and, and Walmart too, and Target, and all that stuff. It's well, I mean, hey, we use Instacart here, so everything can be delivered. It doesn't even matter anymore, but that's another day. 
Uh, yeah. So, yeah. so all the way from, so like I said, I think, uh, what did I say, 149 years ago. So about 150 years it lasted up until 2001. Now this is where it gets kind of weird for me because I thought at this point they were done. So for those in 2001, for those living in 2001 right now, um, they they did the bankrupt thing. That's, you know, this is what happened with, uh, you know, stuff like Sears, like you said, Toys R Us, Blockbuster, all that stuff. It just kind of all fell to the wayside and you're done. Now, what other places didn't do, well, some more and more doing it now, but apparently three years later, a online uh, catalog company said, hey, you got some good crap there. Let's put you back online. So in 2004, up until, I guess until now, I think it's still up and running, you can still actually buy Montgomery Ward's um, uh, uh, um, stuff. Um, it, it would have shocked me if you told me this back in 2000, right? Like I would have been like, oh my God, you're going online. Holy crap. It's really not, it's, it's not weird that part. Right. But what's weird to me is that I usually think when these go out of business, they're, they're done. Like they, they don't bother. So why do you think if, you know, again, the, the info I have, is just basically that the, the online retailer was like, this is a good idea. If you were in their shoes, why would you think, Hey, let's bring them back. Instead of saying, okay, you guys had your run, go home. Uh, so I just checked it. Montgomery Wards is still a thing. It's If you go to like wards.com, Montgomery Wards will lead you to a tip at wards.com, which back in the day, I remember that being the nickname. Like, hey, we're going to go to Wards. Um, I'm looking at it now. You're right. Okay. Yeah. It's a basic basic website full of stuff. They got a computer right on the front. Pack. It's funny that the computer that advertises in the front is Packard Bell, which is like, I didn't know Packard Bell was still in business. What is this? A collection? Of, it's a museum more than a store. Um, no, note to you, they're not. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, right? Uh, boy, it's all like old school. Name. Hoover Vacuum and Canon Printers. It's all old school stuff. Anyways, nevertheless, it's still around, guys. So you guys can go visit and, and shop and help them out, I guess. But um, yeah, it's amazing that, I mean, it makes sense. Now, now I'm going to check up Circuit City because you think that these things would just go away, but they have to, because they have to have the, the, the infrastructure to be able to deliver these things. Um, but I guess the websites are cheap. And yes, yeah, Circuit City's still a website too. Okay, there we go. So everything's well, like, okay, so, But like to ask, you know, but to kind of like add to my question again, I'm looking at the brands here. So for instance, you know, they have Sony, they have KitchenAid, they have Asking yeah. on TV. All that stuff is on Amazon. So what is the sure. point of them doing it if you don't really need to because all of the stuff is everywhere already. Like, do you really need one more website to check when you already have 50 that you already looked at? You know what I'm saying? What, what, what's the, what's the difference? Uh, so for the economy, it's good to have multiple choices, right? So that we have different, yeah. but, uh, also for the shopper, you have more quality options. You have, if, if, if it was just okay, okay, no, screw it. let's just leave it up to, uh, Amazon. Then Amazon doesn't need to do high quality, but if Montgomery Ward is out there, or you know the others are out there, they keep that quality up because they're like, well, then people will just go to Wards to buy the better fridge, so they got to keep the quality up, and that that, that competitiveness does that. Um, so it's important that they're still around. I am surprised they are because they they never have been very competitive. Um, man, I I, I kind of swear they went out of business very long ago. I remember as a kid when they were like closing down, we went to like their closing sales. Um, yeah, there we are. Well, that's that's exactly what I said because I was when I was reading the information on them, I I thought they were done, dead and done for. Like I just thought, okay, yeah. they were and they had their. And honestly, 150 years, I know this seems like a lot, but for a store, that's pretty oh, yeah. damn good. That's like a couple thousand decades worth. You know, like that's a there, lot. Oh yeah, of, there's a lot of stores that have been born 
and died in that lifespan. A lot of them. So I mean, right. props to them uh, for that and, company and stay alive. And like you said, I mean, you mentioned Circuit City. We said Sears. They're still there. I mean, I think Sears you can buy online. Toys R Us, I know, they're kind of They're coming back. Up. Toys R Us is actually going for a reboot, yeah. Exactly. So they're still there. But Montgomery Ward, man, I mean, that's one that it's, you know, I I guess in the long run, the question of what happened to them is kind of wrong. It's more like, wow, how the hell did they survive that? But right, right. It's, pretty, it's pretty crazy. Now, let's jump to the second one here because this is a totally another area. And this is one of those stories that they're everywhere. And again, this is just one of many, but I figured this is one actually where I moved to. This is one that's around here. I just, the question here is how the hell did a place like this do so well? And it's funny, uh, I was talking to my fiance, she's like, because everything's a buck. I'm like, well, there you go. You know, you buy something for a dollar, that's why. So Dollar General, one of the more newer, but still older dollar stores out there, of course we have 99 cent store, Dollar Tree, all that stuff. This one, let's see, uh, found in 1939, 82 years ago. So this one is 82 years strong, still going on. And again, the joke is, it's a dollar store, right? So you go in there and you buy soap for a dollar. You buy cookies for a dollar. You buy whatever. But the real question here, and we'll talk about it, I'm sure, how the hell does a store that charges, you know, a dollar or whatever really actually profit that much? And you might know, you know, because you've talked the business part of it before. So what what's a layman's terms answer to why they are still kicking so well? Uh, okay, so for for... My area, we have almost only Dollar Trees, but okay. uh, it's the same philosophy on this. And some versions of Dollar Stores have either only one buck, or they'll have like for Dollar General, for example, most things are one dollar. But if you go in there, like right now, I'm looking at thirty dollar phones and nineteen dollar, you know, because they don't do the ninety nine cents thing, so everything's uh, within a dollar. But here's the deal: the idea is that you go in because they're a dollar store, and then maybe. Like, like the gimmick is the reason you go in. Like you would go into a Target because they have a big sale. You're going to go into right. a Dollar General or a Dollar Tree or whatever because they're like, well, it's only a dollar. I'm going to save money. Little do you really think about the fact that like, yeah, okay, maybe you're saving 19 cents on the soap, but you're spending an extra 25 cents on the pencils. And things like like if you go to a Walmart or an Amazon, you, you usually could find them cheaper. And the quality is awful. It's always terrible in a dollar. In a, we'll in we'll, dollar we'll talk about that in a second, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, but just really quick, as of 2019, their revenue is almost $30 billion. A lot and of that's, that's a lot of dollars. Uh, I would have expected a little bit more. Maybe overall it's more. But revenue-wise right now, that's what it was. Oh, here you go. Operating income, uh, $2,302 billion as well. Net income, $1.7 billion. So it's, the numbers are there. Uh, let's see. Quality, exactly. quantity sales. Clickbait. There you go. Well, that's uh, the clickbait is actually kind of what you're saying. It's cheap stuff for good. Now, the first part we're going to go over is the timing of it. So this was back 80 years ago, 1939. Was there a particular reason why you needed a Dollar Tree that early or a Dollar General? And why did they not do not? Why did they wait? Why did they not wait and maybe open it more like in the 80s instead? Well, th these stores have always existed. They, they've existed for a long time, but they were before they were penny, nickel and dime stores. And you used to everything and here's a nickel, everything and here's a dime. Uh, the dollar stores came at a time when we don't have anything that's a dime anymore, <laughs> you know, so that it was inevitability. Um, but yeah, it again, clickbait such a good way to put it. That's exactly it. These are just like clickbait stores. They're that the, the um, impulse buy stores. It's, they're they're based around it, and and a version of them has always existed. It's just that before it was a penny, nickel, or dime. But, right. Yeah, they're just yeah, <laughs> they've always been around. Fair enough. 
Now, this next one you might find interesting here because this is one of the few times where sponsorship might actually do better for them. Dollar General does a lot with racing nowadays, yeah. and they do have ads in uh, the GoDaddy Bowl, Mobile and Mobile Alabama, as well as the Dollar General Bowl, um, too. For, uh, those are actually, oh, uh, yeah, for those, that's a different sport. But for the racing, they put a lot of packing on there. Now, on top of that, they do sell specific brand names such as Clorox, Energizer, Procter & Gamble, Hanes, Coke, Mars, Unilever, Nestle, and more. Along with that, they have, as you mentioned with Amazon, they have their regular brand. So of course, I think they just call it either DG or Dollar General, whatever. Does it matter to have a sponsor and have merchandise from companies or is a private brand enough to survive? Both, you want both. You want, you want both because the private brand will fill in the gaps that, that you can't get the other ones at the price. You can't, you can't offer, like Procter & Gable offers so many different things. Uh, they're, they're big on soaps and stuff like that. Um, they can't offer everything at a buck. So like say you offer, oh, hey, we do have Nestle stuff here. But for that chocolate bar, the nice chocolate bar, we have the Dollar General version. that will kind of cover the gap of like the missing one. Maybe with walnuts, they can't provide it at a dollar. But the Dollar General, so they kind of fill in the gaps. And then with all the sponsorships, it's just a good way to do a business. A lot of times what these companies will do is they'll look at where their biggest demand for their products are. So if it's, it's if they're over NASCAR, then it's in NASCAR territories. And so um, that if you, I bet if you pull up the map to where all those, the Dollar Generals are, I have a feeling that it's a lot near where NASCAR would be famous, big popular areas. That's kind of probably what it is. And you just you just get the name out there. So people watching NASCAR, they're like, you know what? Let's go down to Dollar General, or it's just you know it's name recognition. Yeah, same thing. It's actually a super liminal, super liminal. I think it's called. Where like when you see the swoosh from the Nike thing, you know it's Nike, and your brain already starts thinking about Nike. So then if you happen to need shoes, you're gonna start already thinking about Nike before you even realize it. It's just all in the head already. Don't you love commercials and advertising? Uh, they're, they're good. Um, so the other last thing on the product here is it turns out they actually also have a Rexall brand, which is their pharmaceuticals. So we're not talking specific, but we're talking things like ibuprofen. We're yeah, talking things true. like pain cream. They had they were able to actually hire a specific pharma pharmacist who literally can um, sell them these products cheaper. Again. Uh, I've talked with my fiance, I've talked with other people. Some people believe the legit stuff works better. So for instance, you know, when I buy Motrin, I buy Motrin because for some reason, it could just be my brain, it seems to feel like it works better. Have I ever used off-brand Motrin? Of course. Do I notice a difference? Not really. I mean, I think they both do the same thing for sure. But that's also a, a deal as well because a lot of times, especially nowadays, when you're looking for uh, uh, pharmaceuticals, you can't spend a million dollars on buying even off of Amazon. I mean, it, you, you can buy a bottle of Advil, but you might be spending 30 bucks and that's a lot of money for Advil, but it might be the only way you can get it to yourself. But Hey, you got dollar general sell it to you for five bucks. I'm getting the $5 one. Um, now to answer the question we started with is how are they profitable? The sentence that I come back to in my research was, economic um, distress and the ease of, of selling for people. And you kind of put a, a point on it of, of saying how this is probably an area where NASCAR is. This is a place you go for people who can't afford to buy a lot of expensive things. That's it. That's flat. No matter where, um, uh, no matter what the economy is, no matter what the problems are, Dollar General is what you do and they will survive 
in the up, and they will survive in the down. Um, it's oh, okay. I do uh, apologies out there. Um, you, you get what I'm saying. Um, but yeah, so that's one of the sentence right there. No matter what the time frame is, whether it's good or bad, dollar general, dollar tree, nine cents, or whatever you want. That is how I think they make the money. So what do you think? You're going to go with that? You agree? Do you have, what, what do you yeah, think? Yeah, uh, you can always, yeah, there's always times when it's tight or, or even boredom or anything like that. They'll stay around. I think they're going to outlive Montgomery Ward. I think they're here to stay. <laughs> oh, let's not put them down so badly. <laughs> um, all right, so stay tuned for more because we got a lot of cool stories to talk about. There is a crap load of companies that I want to go over that I've seen, you know, people are always online having these debates about, like, how is Arby's so popular? And I'm like, I don't know. It's that's disgusting. But, you know, but, but we're going to do more, and I think <laughs> you're going to do more with me because that's pretty fun. So yeah. that's a little that's a little blurb of some of our new videos. We're popping up there, the store uh, chat there. Now we're going to move on to one of our buddy's favorite things here because he, he just lives at an amusement park, basically. <laughs> and I know we might have spoken about it before, but – a lot yeah. of you probably missed it, so we're going to go over quick again. But we're really going to actually ask the question on this park more, what the hell happened over what it was. So I'm going to give you the floor for a minute, let you speak. Uh, give us a little background on River Country before we get into the detail. River Country um, was a water park. I think it was at Walt Disney World, yeah. Um, and it's, it's essentially just a water park. They embraced the – if you guys think of, like, Splash Mountain, that kind of, like um, – more part of nature and stuff like that. They use, uh, I think they use river water for it too and stuff. So, anyways, it's a water park at Disneyland, uh, the Disney World. The problem with it, in my opinion, one of the big reasons it wasn't going to succeed is, say where you're going to go to Disney World, you have a limited time there because that's how vacations work in America, and right. you have to find a way to like. You're not going to like let's go swimming and then hop on the Matterhorn. That's not. You're not going to do it. That'd be nuts. And you're not going to be like, oh, we're here at the Matterhorn at Space Mountain. Let's go jump on a lake. That's also not going to happen. There's two <laughs> different moods. You're not going to, you know, anyways. Nevertheless, it's, it's your classic um, water park, river country thing. But it was back, I don't know if you guys remember, like the 60s and 70s, the Disney, well, mostly the 70s. The Disney thing was all about, like, Country Bear Jamboree and it's like, country lifestyle. Right. Um, if you look at, like, over at Disneyland side of it, they had the Tom Sawyer thing kick in and, and the riverboat stuff. So it was a lot more of, like, down-home country stuff, the, the pioneering stuff. And uh, River Country thrived at that point. But then it just it grew out of fashion. I just don't think it's the right fit for Disney. For sure. So that leads into the question we're going to ask today. So what what do we think really happened? I mean, if you if you go online and you look it up, obviously, you know, you kind of said it really well just a second ago. The turn of the century came and nobody cared. And they're like, okay, this is dumb. Let's move on. But what, I mean, and again, I mean, we've spoke on this so many times about other rides. They've had other lands. Uh, even other theme parks, why, what, you know, what's the deal? And I know, I know you might say, well, you kind of have to trial and error and see, but it is Disney. I mean, I think Disney would have known a little bit better to be like, Hey, let's think this through. So what are your top few reasons as to why you think this just kind of like was, a uh, I think, I think it's too expensive to run as just an extension of Disney. If it's your only park, that's one thing. They're very common throughout America. So if you're coming down to Disney world from say, Kentucky, you have a water park. You pa you've passed up a few water parks before you got to Disney World. Right. Um, you know, they're, they're a dime a dozen. I have two near me within driving distance. Uh, they're a liability risk beyond what you already have covered. So in, in owning a theme park, you have certain things covered. The, the rides and whatnot like that. 
But then when you add in something like River Country, you're also adding like drowning risks and you have to have lifeguards on then. And it's a different kind of inspection. So you're adding so much more to uh, an already pretty packed repertoire. And it's just, it's a lot to ask for a family to spend a day on their vacation to go to a water park. And the only thing I would say, the only thing that would keep this thing alive is it was at Disney World. If it was part of the resorts, because the resorts have the pools. And so a lot of times, like, hey, we really want to go swimming. We had a long day at Disney World. We went swimming. It's a hot one. They have the pool already there. So if this was actually an extension of all your Disneyland resort stuff, it would make sense. Scale it down a little bit. Have a couple slides. It's just they did too much. It's just not the right fit, I think, is what it boils down to. Um, but, yeah, if it, I mean, when, when the pool at the hotel is really all you really need, then why? The exactly. No, and I agree with you. I, I'm, my reasoning was the same. I mean, uh, you know, other than some things that were happening as far as you know, stuff was breaking down, which it always does. Some issues yeah. with how the water was being cleaned, which again, that's another issue with water parks. Anyway, other right. than the obvious, it just seemed like a really. It, it seemed too early to be done. And you kind of mentioned like Country Bear Jamboree. One of the other things on there was like a Tom Sawyer fishing hole. Oh, it's yeah. a lot of stuff that we have kind of already at other parks. You know, Disneyland has like that little fairy thing and the, uh, the island or whatever. River Country could easily be fit into another theme park. You don't need to waste so much money on another one. You just, you just, you know, you dig a hole and you put it off to the side. There's no need to waste all that time. And like you said, if you're driving in, you're flying in, you've already passed a crap load of water parks. And you said by you, there's a bunch. I'm pretty sure where I am, there's at least two. I think there's one like 15 minutes away from me. There's there's already a bunch. Why am I going to waste my time and money when I have pretty much the same thing here? Yeah, okay, it's not Disney, whatever, but it's a water park. And a water park is always going to be a water park. Slides, a pool, and you know some weird ass i think we talked about some of those weird rides where you kind of like go down the it, it's a water park it, people it's not it's yeah there's nothing fancy about a water park it's literally plastic tubes with water it, and, yeah. you go down. and this one's even less fancy than that because they use natural water it's next to a lake and they have the lake feed into it so all that nasty water was what this was the source water for this park so i mean they're like oh yeah it's natural that's cool it's only cool for so long when you're like I just want like chlorinated water. I and it's literally, it was so natural that you had like vultures and flamingos and like animals crawling through. That can't be yeah. good to be swimming in. I'm just saying, like, I don't yeah. want to be attacked by a giant bird and like. Not on my vacation I paid for. <laughs> yeah. Maybe at home separately when I'm not paying for yeah. anything, but on a vacation I don't want to be attacked. Uh, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, so I know we, we kind of did more, so I just kind of want to glance through it, but I just wanted to really get our thoughts on it. But, you know, it's really unfortunate because, uh, oh, I think we lost him, but we'll get him back. Um, so I, you know, I think it's really unfortunate that we, um, that Disney did this because, you know, like we just said, it's a water park, people. You can get these anywhere. You have them wherever you live. Why the hell do you need to uh, fly, ride, drive, whatever? Um, so... There you go. Uh, we're going to give, oh, there you go. Perfect timing. So um, that is that. Uh, let's bring them, I don't know, your computer hates me, or I don't know, maybe you hate me, I don't know. Uh, it's my internet, my right. internet hates everything right now. It's the, it's the yeah, technology gremlins, as people call it. Yeah. Um, all right, so next up is another fun topic here, because 
who doesn't love crappy? Well, actually, no. Funny enough, these are actually legit shows here. Like, this is actually the first time these ripoffs actually are legitimate. Like, most of the time, it's crap. Some of these were huge. Yeah. yeah well, actually, uh, the, the first one was more successful than the thing that ripped off. Yeah. I, I know, right? Um, so, okay, so we're going to do uh, five TV shows that people say were ripped off from others. Um, and we're going to go over which are our favorites because of these, I have favorites over others. The first one up, uh, The Mentalist versus Psych. So Psych was actually shown to me. My fiance uh, used to watch it. I finally got to watch it a couple years ago. One of the best shows I've ever watched. Freaking hilarious. Uh, James Roday, Dulé Hill. Oh my God! It's it's and then uh, Corbin Burnson is his dad. It's probably one of the funniest comedies I've ever seen. And the Mentalist with uh, the dude that I always see his face. I can never remember his name, which tells you a lot about what I think about the show. I know. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell? Is I, his I name? couldn't tell you any of these actors' names, but I'm like, oh yeah, I know that no, that one guy. Yeah. One thing. Yeah. So okay, so basically these shows are identical to each other. Psych came first. So Mentalist is a ripped off, or basically ripped off Psych. Basically, both shows uh, cover the main character being a fake psychic solving crimes, but actually solving crimes by pure accident and actually becoming a really good, in my opinion, yeah. kind of like a uh, a non-police uh, uh, department uh, psychic, kind of like a somebody you pay for outside of your department. Um, so for me, I, you know, again, psych I think is great. Mentalist, kind of hard to get into a little bit. Do you think this is obvious of a of a conclusion though? Because this is literally almost a rip, almost an identical TV show. What, what's the deal? Well, like the why? Mentalist is they, he didn't he didn't claim to be psychic, right? In mentalist, he didn't claim well, to be psychic. He didn't claim, but he. How did he word it? He 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 said he was able to figure things out without knowing. Yeah. So he kind of like inadvertently claimed he was without actually saying I'm a psychic. Yeah. The key, the key with him is he's more. I think he's ripping off Sherlock Holmes in a lot of way because, in the way Sherlock Holmes can tell you how you drove here because the mud splatter on your jacket means that you were on you know, this side of the train, whatever, blah blah blah. Right. Straight, but whatever. It's that kind of thing, and it would appear to be psychic in that sense. And and another key different or key thing is I think the uh, psych show is a lot funnier. If I'm not mistaken. I didn't watch it, but yeah, it's a lot funnier, psych right? definitely was coming off as a comedy mentalist. Yeah was trying to be funny, but I think it was yeah. branded as drama or, or something like that. Like, yeah, it wasn't really branded as a funny show. I think it's at NBC. I think it was at NBC, which NBC was always trying to do, even on the series shows, trying to do witty humor at that right. time. If you're looking at, like, the turn, of the, the, the turn of the decade, 2000s, they were known for, like, that witty humor. You're looking at 30 Rock and stuff like that all at that time. So, yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm giving the point to Psych on this one, not not just because it was the first, but Psych really actually kind of like it 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 was it was more entertaining. Mentalist, I think, tried a little too hard, and I know NBC does. I will that. give Mentalist props though; they were more successful. They had a bigger audience because that, they, they were on the, they were on the bigger studio or they're on the bigger network, which is well, I don't know. I think they were both because Psych always showed up under Universal, which is through NBC. So I think Psych no, yeah, was also- I know. Well, the thing is, yeah, but but they were aired on like TNT and TBS. Well, that's oh, just okay. aired on. That's what I'm saying is like, there was kind of behind. If they aired it on their main station, it would have been fine. But unfortunately, they tucked it away on cable, which is doomed that, the show. Yeah. Unfortunately, it sucks for that because they like pretty yeah. much got rid of 50 billion people that could have watched them. Um, 
So I don't know. I'm going to give it to that one. It's a really funny show. You can actually watch both. I believe Psych is on Amazon Prime and Mentalist, I think, is on their NBC streaming app. Uh, I think they're both making their way to it. They're going to be both on here pretty soon. Okay, there you go. Um, Actually, yeah, Psych is definitely on Peacock for sure. Um, And I think Mentalist should be there fairly soon as well. Um, So that's that one. The next one here is freaking hilarious. I really hope you look this up. This literally is Russia doing what Russia does best. And this is not a shot at anybody. Like, I'm not I'm trying not to say that. But we so, have a lot of Russian listeners, so I'm not talking any smack. I know. I, I, I am, I'm loving anybody from Russia listening. I appreciate it. But you guys have a really funny sense of, uh, of uh, whatever. Um, right. The person said, never saw mentalist. Psych is, psych is the best. There you go. Um, okay, so we all love Big Bang Theory. And this, this one automatically goes to Big Bang for me because I'm a Big Bang Theory fanatic. Russia apparently has a show called The Theorists. And what's what's worse, and actually we'll talk about it for a second, is two of the characters are legitimately named the same from both shows. And they're wearing the um, same costumes too. It's so terrible. I don't know if you did some research on this or not, but if you yeah. looked it up, I, I saw an interview with Bill Prady, the guy who did uh, Big Bang. He was not happy. He like he went out on them. He was trying to like suit. He he did all this stuff because this this was this was the ripoff that literally was a ripoff. They didn't even try to yeah. change, and that's the problem here, right? Like that's the issue. Well, yeah. Here's so a lot of like okay. So for a great example for something that done right is Everybody Loves Raymond. It's called Everybody Loves Raymond here, but there's a version in Turkey. There's a version in Syria. There's a there's a different versions of it throughout the world. With okay. different cats and like that, but they bought the rights from everybody was Raymond. This was straight up a copy. And if you look at the costumes, the one that would be Sheldon, you could pick him out of a you know, oh yeah, it's the one willing Sheldon. Sheldon's clothes. You know, like you could you could pick them all out. I personally am not a fan of Big Bang Theory, but you definitely can't copy anybody. Like that's just not fair. Uh, and and they're ripping them off. There's even like the quote unquote hot girl that's hanging out with the nerds. Like you could I mean it's the same thing. It's like it's like if your high school was putting out a play about Big Bang Theory. And again, I'm sure people who make this stuff are legitimate TV producers. I'm not saying anything bad, but really people. Yeah, it's a good idea. They took it. <laughs> I mean, well, they, they they wanted it and they want to make money, but CBS, I'm sure, was on your ass very quickly because they're like, there's no freaking way you're getting away with this. Um, so I'm not sure if that show's even on anymore. And if you, if I'm, I'm pretty sure you'd have to be there to watch it. I don't know if it if it streams yeah, like on CCTV or whatever. Um, next one up here, and this goes back to the '80s. I'm sure you grew up with these two shows as well. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, '70s and '80s because one was much older. The one was '90s. Yeah, yeah, sorry. And step by step. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Now, I didn't think about this until I looked at it, but it's literally actually the same thing. It's two families coming together with two sets of kids. I was freaking shocked that I did not catch that the first time because Step by Step to me was really just a 90s sitcom comedy. Brady Bunch was like a legit, you know, let's teach you a lesson every episode. So did, did you catch that before or was this kind of a shock to you too? As a kid, no, I wasn't paying attention enough. I was just like, oh, I like this show. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't paying enough. But, I mean, it could, I mean, the thing is, like, it's just like Simpsons is basically Flintstone. The Brady Bunch is basically cheaper by the dozen, which came out in the 50s. So there's always, okay. you know what I'm saying? There's always kind of like, that's a good idea. And it's been a few years. Let's just take it. Uh, I, I grew up on, actually, I grew up watching both these because I liked the old, you know, reruns of stuff like that from Brady Bunch. Um, and Step by Step, I watched a lot as a kid. 
Well, that, that had a whole slew of people that nobody even remembered that are actually like, well, they're still big today. Like a lot of them are, yeah. you know. They had uh, really good characters. Like that one guy that was in the band was hilarious. They like lived in the band. <laughs> it's a good show. It's a funny show. It is. Oh, yeah. Um, so yeah, so this one, this one's kind of a tie because honestly, they're both equally well. Brady Bunch, I think I'd have to give the point to because it really is a classic. And so iconic, yeah. You know, of course, the parents. Uh, what's her name? Um, Florence Henderson. Uh, the the uh, uh, the dad who passed away. Of course, um, uh, what the hell? Their names? Mary uh, Mar- uh, Mar- McCormick. Uh, <laughs> what the hell? Greg Brady. What the hell is his name? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Barry, Williams. Barry Williams. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. The um, and then, of course, uh, <laughs> Christopher, whatever his name is, who plays. It's such an iconic show, and it shaped sitcoms in a lot of ways too. Matter of fact. Everybody's watching WandaVision because, I mean, who isn't? They actually had one one episode dedicated to, like, you know, parody of that. Yeah, parody of pretty much. Well, there you go. Um, all right, so next one up. And this one this one I had to put on because I just have an issue with calling this a ripoff. Because reality is always going to be reality no matter what you do. And yeah. I was talking about this last night. The best example, Britain's Got Talent and America's Got Talent. Both mm-hmm. are the same exact thing. Even down to the producer Simon Cowell, right? Like yeah, he they own both. Yeah. So the two that I found were Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares and Robert Irvine's Restaurant Impossible. For those who watch uh, Fox and, and uh, Food Network, they basically go in. They basically try to help you revive your your restaurant. I have a problem calling it a ripoff because it, it's not a show. It's an idea that anybody can do. So why do you think somebody thought this was a rip off another show? Like what, what's the, what am I missing? Yeah. It's hard because you know, you're, you're talking to a guy who also loves, I love survivor. I have a podcast just about survivor. Okay. And there are multiple versions of basically the same thing. Like, Hey, let's just stick them on an island and film it. And survivor could be considered a rip off of a real world. It, it's just ideas that people need to take. As long as you put their own spin on it. For example, another rip off of these two is bar rescue. Have you ever seen Bar Rescue? Oh, with, uh, yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, yeah. I love that show. It's great. I mean, it's one of those things where you're like, oh, man, there goes five hours of my life. But it's the same thing. The, the twist is it's a bar. Not much of a twist. You just chose a different address. But you <laughs> notice that every bar, there's there's food there anyway. So he's pretty much and, doing oh, the same yeah, thing. Always good. It's a big part of it, actually. Yeah, so it, it's – I don't think – reality TV, as long as you're not, like, calling it Kitchen Nightmares, the UK, like – there has to be some difference, and Food Network has more claim over this than Gordon Ramsay does in a lot of cases. I don't know. I'm a big Ramsay guy. I love Master Chef, and I well, love. Well, I was actually glad you said that because we, yeah. we used to watch um, what the hell that reality show where he tries to get the next best cook, and like it's him and Aaron Sanchez, and they basically put like yeah, Master Chef. Thank you, Master Chef. That to me is what Ramsay is good at: is basically teaching you how to cook. I don't really see him being somebody who gives a crap about rebuilding a restaurant he's about his that's not not your friend. <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like that's yeah. not his wheelhouse robert irvine yeah. however now again robert irvine's a classic chef he worked for the british military like he's a he's a kicker but he yeah. he he does more um saving than ramsey does so robert irvine like you said food network has more of a of a claim ramsey is and again this is not a this is not a kick to fox ramsey's on fox Fox has crap that really doesn't need to be there, and that's yeah. where it is. Food Network actually tries to put some time into their stuff, which is why they get these famous celebrities. Like, for instance, Guy Fieri is everywhere now 
because everybody loves that guy. Um, so, so you're right. Kitchen nightmares is a little weird for Ramsey to be doing because he's a chef. He's not a builder. And I'm not saying well, Robert Irvine is yeah. a builder. I'm just saying Robert Irvine is better at doing that than Ramsey is, is my, my opinion. And, and all of the Ramsey shows, which again, I watch too quite religiously, it's not about the cooking, honestly. When you're watching Hell's Kitchen, I'm not watching it because I can't wait to see them cook risotto. I want to see him yell at somebody who messes up risotto. Well, That's the reason we're watching it. Food Network will show you how it's done properly. And if I cared, or if I that's what I was watching it for, yeah, no, it's to see him throw risotto at somebody. <laughs> you know? Yeah, in Kitchen Nightmare, you want to see, oh, they had rats? What? You know, that's what you're there for. You're not there for like, oh. Now, fun and that's the difference. That's why here. it's not copying. That's, the co that's where it's different. Well, yeah. Oh, funny note here. Most of the restaurants that Ramsey went into never actually reopened again. Just just saying. I'm not I saying it's, it's, it's <laughs> no, no, no. Like if you look up the restaurants that were on his show, 98% yeah. of them are no longer actually doing business physically at a store. I'm, I'm, I'm not, again, I'm not trying to say, I'm just saying yes, Ramsey yes. is not known to be polite and he says yes. things that make you not want to actually like whatever. All right. The last one here uh, goes back to Fox again, Fringe and X-Files. Um, now, not a big fan of Fringe, but of course I, I watch X-Files all the time. Fringe basically was called the remake of X-Files in alternate universes. So it's basically if Marvel made X-Files. Um, yeah. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I, I actually liked Fringe. Um, I didn't watch much X-Files growing up. Uh, but I, because I'm a Star Trek guy, you know, so if you're going to spend your time on one sci-fi for me to Star Trek. But yeah. I, I did like Fringe in the sense that, like, X-Files felt like it was established um, institute, and Fringe was like a new thing, like they are building the X-Files. Like, they really felt like sister shows. They didn't feel like, um, and I think they're both Fox, if I remember correctly. So and they, was, I believe when I was looking them up, they, I think yeah. they both came from Fox. I think they were basically trying to reboot the series without having to actually name it X Files. I think that was the deal. Um, and and it was right before. David David What's that? And not pay for David to cut me. I'm just exactly. Kidding. He ain't cheap. He ain't cheap. Um, yeah. Hey, I he's like those guys that legitimately is probably expensive nowadays. Like he really clung up the ladder really high. But anyway, oh, yeah. there's no doubt. There's no doubt. Um, but yeah, I, I just think it's it's a matter of of reboot before reboots became popular. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. So if you guys want more of that, let us know. We definitely have a whole uh, bunch of roundtables coming up of just ripoff stuff because, hey, it's fun to watch. Uh, last movie I did was Onward, which was a ripoff of Homeward. Freaking, it was bad, but it was funny. You can get it on Amazon Prime for free, actually. If you have Amazon, you can watch it for free on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, Homeward? I don't think I've ever seen Homeward. Oh, wait, I have. Yeah, so Homeward was the Pixar one, but Onward was the really bad ripoff of home of Homeward. I'm sorry, no, no, no. No, Onward is the Pixar one, yeah. Yes, Onward's the yeah, yeah, thank you. Homeward was the ripoff. So there you go. Um Okay, so that oh, wow <laughs> that is a bad ripoff too. <laughs> I don't, no, but you know what's funny though? They have Tom Green and Joey Lawrence as uh, actors in that. If you have Joey Lawrence, you are a ripoff. I'm just going to throw that out there. If you're using Joey Lawrence, you're ripping somebody else off. <laughs> Joey Lawrence hasn't been legit since the 90s on Disney. I'll put it that way. Exactly. Um, okay. <laughs> last, I know, last one up, and this one I'm going to let you take some lead on because I know you are okay. big on these gaming things. I know I'm sure you've played a couple of these before. Uh, yeah, Who doesn't love a good bootleg video game? Because yeah. like we said, if you can't rip something off, then you're not in legitimate business here. Uh, thank you, theorists. I'm sorry. Um, 
Okay, so we're going to go over five Mario games because, honestly, of all the games, why not rip off one of the biggest legendary characters ever, right? Yes. First one, and we're jumping right in, Power Player Super Joy 3. I just feel like that's what you would say if you were doing a commercial. All right. That third so, one really got epic. Oh, yeah. I know. It, one and two sucked, but three, you know. All right. So give us a quick rundown on what the hell this was. So it's a box that has a fake N64 controller and a fake Sega Genesis controller and a real-life-looking gun, by the way. <laughs> and it's got, like, I think this one claims, I don't know, they always claim something different, but this one, we look at the box art. I think it's, like, couple 140 games, and they're not there. Um, this is, yeah. You ever go to a flea market and you're like, and your kid's like, oh, mom, I want that N64. This was it. So uh, it's, it's the flea market special. It's made with the cheapest plastic that exists. Um, and I guarantee you that most of those buttons don't work on those controllers. Yeah. All right. So you, you said it. So this, you know, this one definitely was the. Oh, I just got to interject. I just noticed on the box art. For some reason, is a scene from Star Wars: Phantom Menace. <laughs> you, are you seeing the box out right now? Why is that there? There's no Star Wars game in this. They are using lightsabers, and it has an actual gun inside. I see. I see Liam Neeson's face, like right there on the front of the box. Um, I'm pretty sure he would not be happy to know that his face is on some knockoff controller. Um, <laughs> Okay, so before moving on to the next one, I mean, is this really a business? Like, is this legitimately something people do of, of making fake console games that work? But it is a business. Um, it, it's something that, that's made in a country that doesn't care about um, copyrights. There's a few countries that are just straight copyright havens. Uh, Google, KFC, and Taiwan is pretty nuts. Um, but anyways, it, it's what it is. And then they ship it over here in big crates, and it, they're sold off in like bodegas and really kind of like not walmart's not sears not montgomery wards kind of knockoff places so um i love how you circle back to how we just talked about earlier hey, today. I, I am all about wards.com guys they're sponsoring my show now i'm just gonna say that it's your grammar lesson of today um, yes. all right next one up here cannot be more funny and again donkey kong was already ripped off from king kong but hey you need more Kong in your life, so why yeah. not play Falcon's Crazy Kong? Because apparently Donkey Kong wasn't enough for these people. Um, yeah. Anyway. I mean, it is – it's Kong. It's the same game as your Donkey Kong, the classic. You go making your way up and you go over there. Um, I mean, they – in some scenes, didn't even bother to recolor it. It's the same donkey. It's everything. Um this is from the wild days of when there was there was nobody to stop him. The the big key difference, guys, in this sport, you know this. Mario has a cowboy hat in this one, so uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's important to note that's what that's how they get away with it. Nintendo came after these guys, like, hey, wait a minute, and like, whoa, 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 cowboy, not plumber, and it, they let him have it. They let him have it. So he's cowboy Mario. He's not plumber yeah, Mario. Cowboy Mario. Uh, he's 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 not the, the, the old west. So uh, that's what's going on here. It's the same thing. <laughs> now, if that wasn't bad enough, just, just to, to finish this off, when Donkey Kong Jr. came out, Falcon swooped in and decided to make Crazy Kong Jr. because they couldn't be left out of all the Donkey Kong fun. Um, are you looking at some of these names, though? Some of these names were Kong Gorilla, which sounds like a bad sci-fi movie. Big Kong, yeah. 
Donkey King and my favorite Monkey Donkey, which I don't know what the hell that means. And then I'm seeing Saving Kong, which had a spaceship in it for some reason. I don't know what the heck's up with that. <laughs> okay. I think Maybe you can start a barrel space, into a spaceship. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna find these and play these afterwards after we're done. Um, yeah. All right, next one up here again. A name that only a idiot would come up with: Pizza Pop Mario. Um, yeah, go please. I I don't even know how to say. It. I don't. I imagine if Mario was super creepy. Okay, that's what you got here with Pizza Pops. Uh, there's I then he's a meme machine. There's so many memes of this with a very creepy looking version of Mario on the front of it. That um, the cartridges aren't even the same color when you look at the multiple cartridges. Like, they're not even the same color. Like, oh, we found an orange cartridge. Quick, throw that pizza pop on there. Yeah, it's a side-scroller. Oh, man, it's so bad. It's not even – it's like an old arcade TMNT-type action game. Like, uh, uh, Yeah, it's one of those, but it's – the cartridge has a picture of an actual pizza on it. Some of the cartridges do. Like, it's from an ad for Roundtable Pizza, and they're just like, quick, we got to throw Mari Pizza on there. I think it's, I'm here seeing his name is Mari – or Mary Pizza. His name is Mary, and he's on there, and he's coming, I mean, guys. The Streets of Creeper, it's so weird. It is so weird. <laughs> One of them has actually a picture of Luigi on it, if you got down that far. It's, it's Luigi running away from really weird cats wearing sunglasses. Um, Why? Oh, my goodness. It's such a mess. They look like they want to eat him. I don't know. All right. Before we get too crazy. Um, oh, Lord. Okay. Um, this one, okay, the name of the ripoff doesn't even show up in Google that you look it okay, up Okay, I'm glad you're bringing this up. I tried to find it. I couldn't. So, I, I couldn't find this game, and I was trying to figure out what Samurai the Adventure was, but apparently the real name is Super Mario 14, because apparently you just smacked a number. But if you look at Mario, he looks like... He's like when you and I played Ninja as a kid where you put, like, a shirt on your head... And you're just like running around with a oh. stick. What is this? Okay. It's like it's like alternate dimension Mario. Like like, hey guys, did you know that Mario had a multiverse? Boom! This is from Earth 14, and uh, Mario's kicking butt with some sort of random stick. He, I think, if he puts his fist together, he transforms into a Power Ranger. It's so weird looking, and you can tell it is recently from another game. If you look at the background, though, it's exactly Mario. Oh, yeah. Like, the background Mario. is Mario. And, he, and you notice that I'm not seeing anything he fights. So I think he just – oh, no, there is there is still – yeah, no, it's actually the same villains and everything. It's the same I've game. I've seen the turtle at the bottom, yeah. Yeah, I've seen the turtle, yeah. So Good weird. God. And the cartridges. The cartridges have Mario from Mario Kart, but it says Mario 14 at the bottom. Oh, man, so weird. I'm seeing one here that has, like – Multiple Goombas. Oh man, this it's like it's so bad, it's like art again. You know what I'm saying? It's so bad that you're like, I could frame this. It's such a mistake to humanity. I'd like to find this one and try to play it, honestly. I would This play cartridge it. has a troll, like the nineties trolls. You remember those dolls? This this cartridge has Mario 14. It has Mario with a stick next to a troll from the nineties. Man, oh, I don't have that one. I gotta wait for that one. This has to be like random. Anime girl on this one. Uh, 
Why are they not? That, okay, maybe one of my biggest complaints is why are these not consistent? Why is it not just like one rip off box art? Multiply that one. It's so inconsistent to have the same guy just like, hey, I'm gonna like Photoshop some extra ones. Why not? Like, why are you doing that? You're making extra work. They're they're just right, I don't know. now at this point. <laughs> no, it really yeah. All right, so the last one up here really did not even try at all. Super Brothers Five, like. It's just words in a in a title that mean nothing to anybody. And if you look at it, the characters look like Mario and you know some of the weird ghost guys. But oh oh okay. Then there's super wonderful Mario with like a hydra coming out of his head. <laughs> what in the hell is wrong with these people? It's I, I love how we're trying. We're supposed to be talking about it. We're just busy. Like what the fuck? Um, yeah. Um, okay. Now we're gonna talk about this. It's Mario Brothers, but they're just like throw a couple extra pixels in there, and that's what you got. Like literally, it's just called Super Mario Five. It's maybe three different colors used in the entire screen, and came out in ninety one. Oh, apparently. and they spelled. Instead of Mario, they're spelling it Mario. M-E-R-I-O. That's how you trick them. That's how you trick Nintendo. They're not going to get you That's that. how you, exactly. They, they, they're I mean, switching no, Mario, M-A-R-I-O, all over the place, but they're not They're not doing Smith spells. Hey, Nintendo won't care because they're like, who the hell's Mario? It's not our guy. Exactly. Um, all right. So, honestly, there's just – it's it's. Uh, I think I know what he's going to do with the rest of his evening. He's going to be trying to find these. He's going to be texting me later going, look at the game I found. Um, oh, I'm going to be streaming if I can find them. Um, I just, yeah, so from one ripoff to another, I mean, it's one thing to do TV and movie. Yeah. Another thing to do these games, but the games don't even try. And like, and like you, uh, if I can find these pictures again, we'll put them up. But it's just like the, 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 the cartridges and the pictures are like, it's like what? It's like a picture of a giant turtle, and it says Mario. Like, there's no turtles. And like, Mario is not a turtle. He's a person. Like, what the hell? Um, I, I, I saw literally a troll. I mean, like that has. There's no connection between the two. I don't understand why I that was. Know, guys. I, I all I can say is just if you can find him, go find him. He's gonna probably try to stream him on his page. So we'll I'm wake try. up that later. I'm try to find it. Now, if you stream them, tag me for sure. Like, yeah. tag my page so people can go watch you. Um. But yeah, that's where we're gonna end it because I am just running out of of oh my lords to scream. My 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 I need water now. My voice is going crazy. Um, all right, guys. So thank you for coming back to start again. As always, we love our buddy here to join us. He'll be back next week with us, I'm sure. I uh, kept telling him to come back more than once and have him just come on for the week. I mean, that would just be fun. Uh, you know, hey, I if wish, he, I wish he I had that schedule. <laughs> and, hey, if he if he does, he will. I'm sure when he gets that chance. Um. We will have some awesome people coming up later as well. We got some more roundtables coming up for you as well. If you guys weren't able to watch it live, you'll be able to pick this up on YouTube and Facebook really quickly. Hopefully next week I will be up on my Twitter, my Twitch, and my Daily Motion as well. Um, check out, and we're gonna way, check out his Twitter because I'm adding one of them to I'm adding him on Twitter right now with one of the cartridges that has the troll on there. So check out Twitter so you can check out images. There you go. Perfect. All right. So if you guys are excited, we're going to get a lot of cool stuff going next week. Um, until then, guys, please stay safe. Please stay healthy. Please stay nerdy. And of course, may the force be with you all. He's ready to go. Go watch him stream. Uh, check him out below, by the way. I forgot to say that. Check us out as well. I'm going crazy here. I had too much fun. We will see you guys next time.